Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Welcome to all the monks and novices and blessings to all the laity. This Friday we will study the Dhamma on the subject of metta, loving-kindness, and karuna, compassion, continuing from the last session. That session I talked mainly about metta, so this time I will talk about compassion. What is compassion like? In reference to the compassion as in the virtue of great compassion of the Lord Buddha, this is extremely vast, boundless, and incomparable. Wise people have given a simile that if we praise the great virtues of the Lord Buddha, it's like a little bird that chirps into the infinite universe. This is because the virtue of great compassion of the Lord Buddha is incomparable. So now, let's talk about compassion in terms of the compassion that we cultivate as a meditation or the compassion in the four Brahmaviharas, sublime abidings. When we want to practice or meditate by developing compassion, then this is the mind that thinks to help free others from suffering. We have to remove all the worries from our hearts, and then we contemplate the dangers of harming each other, harming the lives of other animals or humans, harming through actions of body, speech and mind. We have to be able to see the real dangers in it. And we look to see that causing harm to others is something that harms our own minds to always be troubled. Having thoughts of ill will and harm will lead our own minds to be troubled along with it. And it will also create bad karma for us as well. Let us see the value, see the benefits of our mind having compassion. When we see the dangers and see the benefits, then we can see the advantages clearly and then we determine to practice it. We develop the meditation on the sublime abiding of compassion we can clearly see that compassion is vastly different from harming, just like the sky and the earth. Some people in this world have a habit of torturing and exploiting the lives of animals with their own hands, by throwing stones, by beating with sticks, harming with weapons, or by other means. This is harming the lives of animals by seeing the animal's life as being our food. This is a lot of bad karma. Some of them may be cruel, even taking turtles, taking it to boil so that it can be consumed. This is a very serious karma. But when one doesn't see the results of the karma, they haven't received the results of those actions, then they will inevitably do this karma and will torture and harm animals like this, until their minds are dark and blinded with no sila dhamma morality. Sometimes there is mitcha ditti, wrong view, 
and the dark and blinded mind does not believe in the consequences of kamma at all. But when the kamma gives results, then it will inevitably have serious consequences. There is severe suffering to the point of death, or many losing their lives. Those who harm the lives of animals harm the lives of other people. This makes one's own life shorter or losing certain bodily organs. One experiences torture, loses one's wealth, loses one's place of residence, causing loss of any benefits gained. One is disgraced in status, being timid in meetings, and ultimately one's faults are revealed. This is the carelessness of that person, and it naturally proceeds so that it is not possible to gain the wealth that may have been able to come, or to lose the wealth that one already has. In the world, their bad reputation from harming the lives of living beings is spread around. When in a society, they will not be brave, be undignified and ungraceful. And after death, when the physical body breaks up, then one heads to a realm of suffering, When they are born again as a human, they will be born in a lower state, a low caste, with ugly skin, being a person with a lot of sickness, a person who is in distress and has lack of food and water. They will have a short life in this world and they will lead a very difficult life, full of troubles. Therefore, when contemplating the dangers of harming the lives of living beings, we see that it is absent of compassion and it is coming from innate traits that have been continuing on for many lives and existences. So the resulting benefit of metta and compassion is opposite to harming. When we see the dangers clearly, then we will be people who have compassion and we will be able to practice developing in this meditation object very well. But however it is, when developing compassion, one should not develop compassion towards five categories of people. The first are people we love, the friends who are dear, the people who we are neutral towards, people who hate each other, people who are enemies. This is because the person we love retains the position of a loved one. A very dear friend also retains the position as a beloved one. The neutral person remains the position of one who is neutral. The hated one retains the position of being hated. People who are enemies are in that same relationship as before. They are not able to be developed in the meditation. Why is this? Because for those who we love, that love has not left our hearts yet. The other four types are the same, and especially if the person has died already, or is a person of the opposite sex, which would be an obstacle to the development of compassion. So then, who should we develop compassion to first? It must be ourselves. It is us who love ourselves. So a person who develops compassion will spread the mind of compassion to all directions. How? They will cultivate a mind of compassion to all living beings and see the value in this. They see those in suffering, troubles 
and in misery. We spread our minds in order to wish that they may be free from suffering. We see those who are in suffering and distress, who are repeatedly subject to their severe, bad, painful gamma. We do this often, and then we will empathize with people in distress and who are suffering from an evil, bad mind. Whether it is an orphan, lacking food, a beggar, a homeless person, or is someone who is experiencing pain and suffering, has old age, has disease and sickness, has parasites crawling on the body, or having hands and feet cut off and crying out. Our minds will then easily be able to have compassion arise. Like the example I've spoken about before, of the woman who came to make merit by offering a coffin to the monastery, but she saw a skinny and starving dog, and compassion and pity arose for the dog. So she quickly went to buy food for that dog to eat until it was full. She had happiness. Her mind had compassion. And this person looked after 50 dogs at home, and she had a good relationship with dogs. She could talk to the leader of the pack of dogs. If one of those dogs died, then she would go look after an additional dog, and she would entrust it to the head of the pack of dogs. She would speak for a long time, until the head of dogs understood, and it would not harm the new dogs that came in. This is the compassion of a person who has pity on animals. And then, continuing on, when we see people in suffering and difficulties, then we have compassion arise. We think of helping them be free from suffering. We think in our hearts that the suffering that this living being is experiencing, may they be free from that suffering. May all living beings be free from suffering. Especially in this period where we can see that sickness has arisen from the pandemic. There are many people in difficulties. There are people who are in pain, suffering and in misery. May they be free from suffering and troubles, from sickness and this harmful disease. There is severe suffering. All the businesses are faced with problems. May they be free from that suffering. Health workers, doctors and nurses have suffering and difficulties in their work. May they be free from that suffering. May they not get sick or be in pain. We practice meditation like this and it is repeated constantly until it causes compassion to arise in our hearts. And this will be samadhi concentration. It is a little samadhi that is going to proceed to the level of peace. There is inner joy and contentment. Or it may be a samadhi that is stable and still, which is called one-pointed samadhi. It is ekagata aramana, one-pointedness of mind. This is the result of having developed a kamatana, the meditation object of compassion. And some people develop this easily, but for others it is difficult. The people that have compassion arise easily in their hearts is because that person has already developed merit and parami, spiritual accumulations, in the past. They have created the causes and factors from the previous lives. 
It is deeply ingrained in their hearts. They see others have suffering, troubles and difficulties, and when they bring up these thoughts, then compassion arises very easily. They see a person who is suffering due to sickness. They have no one to look after them. There is no one to nurse them, and they don't have the basic necessities. Then compassion arises easily in the mind. This shows that they have accumulated a lot of merit and barami in the past, so they have a lot of compassion and pity for others easily. The mind has contentment, joy, happiness and calmness when helping those in suffering. So may you put effort in practicing to develop this. Then our minds will be able to be joyful. And this compassion does not arise solely in human beings. Even animals like dogs can have compassion. How can they have compassion? There is one good example of this I want to share with you from the Philippines. There was a newborn baby which miraculously survived. It was thrown away, but there was one dog that found this baby and barked out to get attention to someone who was riding a motorcycle past there. The dog barked relentlessly until the passerby had to follow the dog. This news was reported by the Cebu Daily News in the Philippines that a newborn baby whose umbilical cord and placenta was still attached was found wrapped in a towel on a grassy vacant lot near the town's dump site in Barangay Makchagong, Chibonga town in the southern Philippines on Christmas Eve, December 24, 2020. The little baby was able to be found and its life saved because one dog that discovered it and barked non-stop until Mr. Junel Fuentes Revilla, who was riding a motorbike passing by, stopped. And this dog led him to the location and he was able to help the baby, sending it to a nearby hospital. Investigators are still trying to find the mother of the baby and other individuals who may be involved in leaving the baby there. Police are asking residents in Sibonga, located 50 kilometers southeast of Cebu City, to help them identify the mother of the abandoned baby. The infant is now under the custody of Sibonga's social workers. Revilla, aged 36, who reported the incident to the police, told investigators that on the morning of Christmas Eve, he was driving his motorcycle along the area at 11am when a black dog followed and kept barking at him, trying to get his attention, until he was alerted to the dog's behaviour, and he decided to stop and follow the dog to a grassy spot near the dump site, and he found the baby wrapped in a towel crying out. At first, they thought the dog was a stray dog, but later they found that the dog had an owner. The dog was named Blackie and lived about 500 metres from this dumpster. This act of heroism led to Blackie and its owner, Kuya Lindon, to receive an award from an animal rescue organisation. The gift they received was rice groceries and supplies. 
This made the owner, Kuyai Lindon, so glad that he was teary-eyed. He looks after ten dogs, and although is not very rich, but he can raise the dogs to be well-fed and without difficulty. So we can see that this is compassion, even though it's a dog finding this baby. And it was lucky that the dog was not one who was hungry and that lived off the food in the garbage. The dog had an owner feeding it. If the little baby encountered a hungry dog, a serious disaster could have happened. It may have been food for a hungry dog. We can see that even an animal can have metta and garuna. It has compassion to help the baby who was in suffering and in trouble and was unable to get itself out of danger. But the baby was able to survive by its merit, barami and goodness. The baby likely had merit and barami from the past. So may we practice developing the meditation on compassion to be a foundation of the heart. And whether it is the meditation object of metta or karuna, it is a meditation object that will stabilize our minds to be well concentrated. If one has samadhi, then the samadhi will be firm. The samadhi that hasn't arisen will arise easily. And it is a skillful method that will lead to the arising of mindfulness and wisdom that will make the mind bright and become more and more pure. May you all grow in Dhamma. May you grow in blessings.